0: this episode is going to be so full of really interesting, fascinating bits of information and insight for you. So I just want you before you go any further, just to make a decision, what is your intention with listening to this episode today? If you're just listening for enjoyment's sake, then that's great. Um, just listen for enjoyment's sake you know you might be out walking the dog or in the car or whatever but if you are listening with the intention of doing what the title says and actually changing your life then I would really recommend that you um listen to this with pen and paper and take some notes because if you listen actively and then um put into practice some tips that I give towards the end of the episode after you've learned a lot about your subconscious mind then then you're actually going to be able to change your life but if you just listen passively, then that you're not going to be necessarily inspired to take the action that would be necessary. And that's absolutely fine. It's your choice. Um, okay, so the subconscious mind affects everything we think and say and do, because our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions come from there. And how you think naturally influences how you feel. And then how you feel will influence the actions that you take or don't take and I'll share with you a bit more on this later, but we have the power of perception. Our perception is always a choice. Um, and a really, really big thing about um, about everything that I'm sharing with you in this podcast and, and also the work that I do with my clients is that you need a level of self-awareness in, able, in order to be able to effect change. So number one, you need to understand what's going on. Then you need to understand from a personal level And then, only then, can you have the awareness to to do something about it and and improve your life. So our subconscious mind then stores all of our beliefs and our values. And our subconscious mind, by definition, is the stuff in the mind that we're not aware of. It's below our consciousness. And actually our subconscious mind decides what is sent to our conscious mind. And I'll come back to this later, it's so fascinating. But for now, the part about the beliefs most of your beliefs are formed as a child, which actually is very unhelpful <laughs> because as a child, while you're grow- when you're growing up, your brain is developing and your brain is not fully developed until the age of around 23 years old. So all of our experiences as a child shape who we are. We're forming our beliefs as a child and those beliefs are stored in the subconscious mind and they affect everything that we think feel and do for the rest of our lives and if those beliefs are unhelpful and they are limiting then they are literally going to be holding you back from doing the things that you have the potential to do because if you believe that you're not good enough to do something or believe that you're not worthy enough for um, a specific uh I don't know job or type of relationship whatever then that's gonna hold you're gonna hold yourself back and there's a, a fascinating quote um that is really true when you, when you understand the subconscious mind, and it's, um, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's something like, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right, because your beliefs affect the actions that you take, and if you think something's going to happen, your subconscious mind is going to look for the evidence of that, and I'm getting ahead of myself, I'll come back to, to this later, but about the brain, then and how our beliefs are formed as a child, it's not necessarily massive things that happen when we're a child that shape who we are and and this is quite daunting actually because you can you can kind of realize um how much all of this affects you now you've got obvious big events then so um for example one of your parents walks out on like abandons you or walks out of, a, of the parental relationship when you're a child now because your brain is is doesn't have the mental maturity to understand that that was an issue between your parents and nothing to do with you you're you you make uh, you form a belief about any situation but you're forming that belief with a very immature brain um, and when you're a child, everything revolves around you, you make everything about you. So you can, most of the time in that situation, the brain, the, the poor childlike brain is going to assume that, okay, something's wrong with me, I'm not good enough, otherwise, mum or dad would have stayed. Um, and then this belief, this belief that I am never going to be good enough, or I am never good enough, then shapes everything. In your reality and that's really quite a sad um sad thing but like I said it's not it's not even necessarily the massive things uh, life events like that it can be very very small events that shape our beliefs too um because the brain is 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 constantly in a subconscious um like trance like state we're constantly shaping our understanding of the world as a child um and so for example a very very common parenting tactic um is you know if a toddler um doesn't want to leave the park and, and why would the toddler want to leave the park they're having fun but Mum or dad needs to get home. Needs to get dinner sorted. Obviously, we need to put, leave the park. And so, a very common parenting tactic is to be like, "Okay, bye. I'm leaving now." And um, yeah, it's going to work because the toddler eventually doesn't want to be left and will run. Um, but it's not—it's not a healthy thing to do because the toddler can then form the belief that if I don't obey or if I don't follow instructions then I'll be left and what um what a tragic belief to form as a child you know that fear of abandonment which by the way I have seen in many many of my clients and and it can be down to such a small event that happened when they were a child where they decided that That's the thing. The minute the brain decides something as a child, that's it. That's a belief that has been formed. But don't worry, like I don't want to be scaring you as you're listening to this. There are things that you can do to affect change on the subconscious mind. So keep listening. I will share those at the end. Um, There's a lot more that I want you to understand uh, before we get there. Another um, very small but potentially significant event that happens and Um, I can say this from first hand, you know, my background is in teaching. So many students are nervous of putting their hand up in class. I get to a parents evening and I'm always encouraging like, you know, nobody, nobody um, notices when you put your hand up and you get something wrong in class. But so many children are fearful of doing that. And that is a belief that's formed if if one time they put their hand up in class and got the answer wrong, they don't need to have been shamed by the teacher or laughed at by their classmates. Just the simple fact that they put their hand up and they got the answer wrong can lead them, if they their brain chooses to do so, to form the belief that I'm stupid and I'm not going to try again unless I'm 100% sure of the answer or not even that, I'm just not going to put my head up and try again. And so that belief is formed. And those beliefs affect the way we feel and affect our actions, potentially for the rest of your life. Um, but it's not because you're hearing you're listening, and you're gonna um, be able to do something about it by the end of the episode. So yeah, um, our experiences shape who we are. And the subconscious mind stores everything we have ever experienced in our lives whether we've experienced it firsthand or whether we have witnessed it or even something we've overheard in a conversation and as I said when we are children um, we have a very immature brain you know between the ages of naught to seven we have absolutely no critical faculty that means that we can't um, understand the context of a situation and understand and, and assess and analyze things like a mature brain could and between the ages of 7 14, 7 to 14 we only have a partial like critical faculty so we can everything's basically black and white you know we can't see the nuances in a situation um and so yeah our beliefs are shaped as a child and um and they shape who we are and so it's a very very common um theme not just in my clients but Generally, across the board, um, that that adults to some extent believe that they are not good enough or not worthy, based on some event that happened as a child at some age, which you don't necessarily even know about because your memories are what what you can think of. What our conscious memories are a tiny, tiny proportion of actually the memories that are stored in the mind, and most of them are stored on a subconscious level. But when you have hypnotherapy, you can access the subconscious mind and you can track back and find like the first the moment when a belief was formed. And then you can reshape that belief because you have all of the understanding and the mental maturity now as an adult to go back and say, actually, that belief is not helpful to me. And I know this now. So you can basically change how you feel on a subconscious level you can change the belief and then obviously the belief is going to change the feeling and the feeling is going to change the actions so yeah just really really fascinating stuff and um next thing to say is that your brain as you're living your life now and you're living your day-to-day life your brain is constantly comparing the things that you're experiencing in the now with the past with everything that you've experienced before. It's constantly comparing. And the reason for that is uh, because your brain is built for survival. It's built to keep you alive. So if you think of it in that respect, it makes sense. You have to be constantly comparing what you're experiencing now with what you've experienced before so that you're aware of potential dangers that you've experienced before. If they crop up again, then, oh, you need to be ready. Um, And this is where we can easily be triggered. Um, if something has something has made you feel bad in the past, um, then it can be a completely different scenario. You might not even know why, but this is because your subconscious mind is constantly scanning what's happening around you um, and, and in, in all of the senses. And again, this is a survival technique as well, because if you consciously take in every single thing that's happening around you all the time, you're not going to be able to spot the tiger that's running around the corner to potentially eat you. You know, I'm talking about this through the caveman type days, because we've got the same brain now as we had back then. So your brain needs to be able to filter things so that you can spot what is relevant. But nevertheless, it's constantly filtering everything, all of the things that are going on around you, even down to a, a specific word or a tone of voice. You can easily feel triggered and not necessarily know why, because your subconscious mind is always comparing what you're experiencing right now with what you've experienced in the past. And so this is why you're never really reacting to a situation at face value. You're always reacting to a situation based on the things you've experienced and the beliefs that you have formed already in the past. So this is really eye-opening and you can then once you've got this level of self-awareness you can then stop in the moment and think "Hmm, why am i feeling this way and you can try and understand what's actually going on but i want to actually just throw in here that everybody is always doing their best with the resources the mental resources that they have got and i heard this years and years and years ago and i didn't really understand it i was just like really like some people could definitely do better." But now I understand it. It just means that everybody is always acting and doing their best based on the experiences, experiences that they have lived through. And everybody has different experiences. And you are only ever in your own head. So your perspective on a situation is going to be vastly different to somebody else's. Even if you believe that you're pretty much the same as like, your best friend or whatever, you've got the same values or whatever still had very very different experiences and even if you've had similar experiences the way that your brain will have made assumptions and formed beliefs will be different to theirs as well so you're only ever in your own head Um, and this can lead to a completely different understanding and actually a more compassionate view of the world because you can then understand and see and have compassion um, for people and you don't necessarily know what somebody's been through or gone through, but just know that if somebody is, um, if you think that somebody, for example, is not a very nice person, you just don't know what's gone on in the past that's making them behave a certain way. People have very strange and and weird and wonderful ways of reacting, and and quite often they are um, doing it to protect themselves on a certain level anyway I'm going down a bit of a rabbit hole this episode is going to be long enough but without me going off on massive tangents I can come back to that at a different at a different stage my next thing I wanted to talk about is um is Basically, I've been, I've been told that I uh, explain things in a very relatable way. So I try not to use um, too much jargon because it, it can be off-putting. But for those of you who are listening who want to know what I'm about to talk about, I'm about to talk about the reticular activating system. And this, in layman's terms, is a filter in your brain. And you know, I said earlier about how the subconscious mind filters everything that you're experiencing um, and decides what to send to the conscious mind. Well, this is the filter that I'm talking about, okay? So in actual fact, the mind sees what it wants to see. And also the subconscious mind looks for evidence of what you believe, okay? Let me just explain the filter first of all before I um, talk about that in more depth. So you'll all be aware of, let's say, um, for example, you, um, you learn a new word and then or or hear a new a new name, and then you're suddenly aware and you you see it everywhere. Um, Or you decide to um, that you want a a cavapoo, a dog, a a new breed of dog or whatever, suddenly you start seeing them everywhere. Now, this is because that has suddenly become relevant to you. And so it's added to the filter. Now, what I mean by filter is that your subconscious mind is constantly filtering the things that are in your surroundings, um, and it's it can process 11 million bits of information per second. This is your subconscious mind, but it's only going to send a fraction of those thoughts to the conscious mind. And so here's an interesting example of this in action. If you're single and looking for a relationship, but have been single for a while, and people say to you, like, oh, you've got to love yourself first. Um before you find love well this is why the subconscious mind if you don't feel worthy of love because you don't love yourself then the subconscious mind is going to look for the evidence of what you believe so it's not going to show you the the people that you might um have chemistry with or that might be potential partners for you it's just not going to show you they'll be there they'll definitely be there But your unconscious mind will not think that they are relevant to you because they're not a reflection of how you feel on the inside. And so when suddenly you start to have a a personal journey and start to learn to love yourself, then boom, that partner can show up in your life because you've changed how you feel on the inside and then your subconscious mind is always going to be looking for evidence in the outside world of what you believe is true and so um yeah there's so much more i can say but i don't want to make this episode too long because i believe that uh, well i personally like to um to enjoy episodes that are not hours long so I don't want to make this episode too long for you guys either and there's there's so much that's been shared already um, but I do have a few extra things to say so yeah your beliefs shape your reality one more thing if you for example a scenario that you might be um, familiar with if you get out on the wrong side of the bed you know that really common saying um, then you just think oh i gonna have a rubbish day today because I've woken up in a bad mood well actually that is uh you have the choice of perception and you have the power to change that don't decide that just because something bad has happened to you that you're going to have a bad day it's the worst thing that you can do um because if you tell yourself something then your subconscious mind is going to look for the evidence of that so be aware um of the things that you say to yourself by the way i'm, I'm sharing the tips with what to do now um, to affect change and make things more positive for you so Be careful of the things that you are saying to yourself and the language that you're using. This is in terms of actually the words that are coming out of your mouth, but also the things that you are thinking, because your subconscious mind is always listening to you. And the things that you are saying, the things that you say are important. So really watch your language. And... Like, this is an invitation to you to assess, like, how positive is the language that you use about yourself? Are you always putting yourself down? Because if you are, then that's really not good for you, because that's going to be affecting your confidence and your self-worth and your self-belief and everything. So change the way you think about yourself. Change the thoughts that you use. Change the language that you use. And this is not something that's necessarily going to be easy to change overnight. If you're an adult listening to this and you've always been very down on yourself, then it's going to take work. and It's going to take effort. But believe me, it's going to be worth it because if you change the makeup of your subconscious mind to a more positive place, then your life is going to change massively because all of a sudden you're going to have different perceptions of the things that are happening around you and you're going to feel different and you're going to act differently. By the way, if you want a shortcut to this, hypnotherapy is incredible because uh, because it just changes what's happening in the subconscious mind, the beliefs very, very quickly. So number two, understand the power of perception, because you actually choose how you respond to any scenario. And this might take a little bit of um, practice, definitely, but nobody can make you feel a certain way. Um, If you feel like somebody makes you angry, they don't, you choose to feel angry, because you your perception is a choice. um, And that That There's so much power in that. Once you understand that and you learn that, then it's very, very empowering for you. So the way I um, experience and live life now is that nothing is positive or negative. It really isn't. It just is. Things that happen in life, they just happen. They're not positive and they're not negative. What you decide about them makes them positive or negative. And that is perception. So I believe now that nothing that happens to me is negative. It just is. And it's either positive or it's an opportunity for growth. If I feel triggered by something, then that's an opportunity for me to assess why do I feel triggered there? And do some personal development to development and some growth on that. So that empowers you. Um, Next one, focus on gratitude and noticing what the good things in your life. Noticing what has been good is a real key Um, element of the work that I do with clients so you can do this too Um, grab yourself a journal put it by your bedside and write down every evening five things that have been good about your day because if you stop and you reflect and you look for the good things you're going to be building a habit of positivity and when you can shift that balance in your mind to noticing more and more and more of what is good then everything's going to change because you're going to feel more positive Um, the tone of the thoughts that you're going to have is going to be much more positive. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you're going to understand then that you're about the stress bucket. And your stress bucket levels are going to come down. If you can make your um your awareness and, and the things that you notice in the world much more positive, which will happen if you do this over time, like if you form this habit, then your stress bucket levels are going to come down and you're going to find it so much easier to uh, be present and to enjoy life and to not let things get to you. Um, Next tip is to assess your environment. Notice what kind of things that you're consuming, like, for example, films, music, um, social media content, um, books, even down to the people that you spend your time with, the language that is being used around you. And assess that, like how negative is it? Because most likely, it's pretty negative. Because our brains are designed to be negative, and so people, if they don't understand this, then they can actually be so negative and really make life hard for themselves and bring you down as well. We are an average of the people that we spend the most time with, and so. Yeah, just assess that. Just notice how how positive is my environment, and then obviously you can affect positive change on that. You can choose to consume more positive things. You can choose to switch the conversation if somebody around you is just constantly being negative, rather than asking quick tip for you. Rather than asking somebody how are you, because the brain is designed to be negative, and they're 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 either they're either going to say oh I'm fine thanks, or they're going to give you a big old spiel about all the things that are wrong and negative. Um. Rather than asking that, you know, if somebody that you know is particularly likely to be to start a moan, ask them what's been good, because then that will encourage them to look for the positive. And I do this every day. Well, most days I try and do this um, and ask um, my husband what's been good about his day. And he does it to me, too, as well now. And and it's actually nice to um, to notice in the moment. I do this at the end of the day in my journal, but it's nice to talk about what's been good. And when my children get a bit older, I'm definitely going to form this habit around the dinner table or or in the car on the way home. What was good? What, what was good about your day? What was the highlight? And actually building that habit, habit with them as well. And my last tip to share with you is the power of visualization, because the brain, if you've heard my previous episodes, the brain can't tell the difference between real and imagination. And this is so, so powerful when you use it for positive reasons so get excited about things look forward to things and and dream big because if you've got self-belief if you believe in yourself and that is a really really good thing to work on by the way if you believe that you are capable and you can do anything that you put, put your mind to because you absolutely can like like I said your your subconscious mind is your zone of genius and is so incredibly powerful if you feed it with the right beliefs and the right thoughts and and everything um but yeah once you've decided on a goal that you've got then absolutely you can get there if you think that you can and how you what you can do about that is to um visualize like choose a specific situation um a specific um setting scene in your mind and imagine it imagine it happening and this is what I did with my run I can't remember if I've mentioned this already um but I have been looking forward to going for a run for the first time in a long 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 time I did one random run um early like when the pandemic started to kick off and thought that I would um keep it up but I never did (laughs) so it really it was the first proper run in like four years um and I was so excited. I'd look forward to it for so long, and I got down on the seafront, played the music that I that I planned to, and um, had the most incredible run. Didn't feel tired. Um, felt energized the whole way. Um, like just ran uh, just under five k, you know, and have hardly done any aerobic exercise for a long, long time, and it felt easy. That's the power of my perception. I chose to be excited about it, chose to look forward to it and therefore didn't find it hard at all. Whereas a lot of people, I think if they hadn't done a run in two years, they'd be like, oh, this is going to be hard. And what you tell yourself, your your subconscious mind is going to look for the evidence of that. So you're going to notice that you're feeling tired and how hard it is. But yeah, if you switch up your vibe and you get excited about it and really feel positive and like raise your energy to the point where your perception is this one is going to be amazing I'm so excited to be um able to go and go for this run and it's going to be brilliant and just allow that um anticipation to be a real positive one then your experience of that run is going to be very different um so I hope that what I've shared with you today has been interesting um eye-opening and if you've given if you've had a takeaway that you're going to um put into practice um, then i would love to hear from you i'd love to hear your feedback i'd love to hear what your your biggest takeaway was from today's episode so you can dm me on instagram at believe and achieve with jenna Um, and yeah i'd love to hear from you thank you so much for listening once again and if you've enjoyed this please share with a friend or share on your stories on instagram and tag me and that would be amazing have a great week and i'll see you back here next tuesday bye